Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. Say hi to the people. Leaning into that, like, that radio caster voice, huh? Uh, Well, I I got these new headphones. I get these new headphones, and they, they, you know, I I sound a lot deeper to myself. New headphones? Yes. What headphones? They're, they're, they're a few weeks old now. Um, they are the Jabra Elite 65. Oh, wait, hold on. I got the box still right here. Um, it's the, oh, no, it's not the Elite. It's the Jabra Evolve 2 65. Uh, they are a wireless headset. Um, pretty much, they're really targeted at business users. Um, and I use it for work, uh, all the time. And, uh, I actually really quite enjoy them. They sound expensive. Uh, They were a lot cheaper. So Trevelli or Alex, you're going to like this. I know. Um, worlds. So you're really going to like this, Alex. Um, so for, um, what will I like Robert? You will like some bob math here uh or it's not really bob math it's just Mm. kind of an interesting chain of events so i was really looking for a new headset because the ones that i have for work they were breaking slowly but surely so um, i started looking and turns out that there really aren't too many options out there for what i was looking for which was a a good set of uh, a quality over the ear wireless headset um for some reason there just aren't a lot of options on the market um there's a lot of cheap options that you know had pretty poor reviews and a lot of wired options but i really wanted wireless so after doing a fair amount of digging i found these and what was interesting was if I had bought the version of these that um, was had they came with a USB A dongle. It would have been fifty bucks more than the version with the USB C dongle. So I said, "Oh, well, that's not really a problem. Um, I have a USB C port on my computer, so I'll just get the USB C port." Um, and so I got it. It works fine. It works great on my, uh, on my docking station for my laptop. Um, but then I was like, you know, the USB-C port on my, on my tower is kind of in the back, uh, directly on the motherboard. And it's kind of annoying to get to, boy, it would be really swell if there was a, front-facing USB port that I could use. So, Alex, essentially what the the moral of the story is, is when I'm sitting there feeling very guilty about, oh, you know, I really wanted to get a new shirt or something, but you know what? Yeah, yeah, maybe not. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm saying, fuck it. I'm buying whatever I want. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) What's it like to have guilt about buying things? (laughs) 
What's it like, Erica, to have restraint? What's it like to be, be an adult with a family? <laughs> Has money considerations to worry about. I'm not, I'm not worrying anymore. I have a list of expensive kitchen shit that I'm going to buy, and I'm not going to feel fucking guilty about it at all. Perfect. Hey, as much as people want to hear Bob talk about microphones, and I'm sure someone really does, I have Please something else I want to talk about. No, absolutely not. Uh, I have something I'd like to talk about because we haven't gotten a chance to talk about this, Erica. Sure. The incredible stupidity of one Gina Carano. Like what huh. a dummy, right? Though she's rich already, I found out, so she doesn't fucking care. Right. So I it's would like assume okay. she's rich. I mean, she's no, no, an she, idiot, she, so maybe she wasted her money. No, no, no. She's like an heiress. Like her family is rich. Oh, interesting. Here, let me let me let me find this. Because yeah, I was like, wow, what a fucking dumbass. I think her dad lady. played football or something. I think her dad played for the Dallas Cowboys. Here, I'll tell you in just a second. Just really stupid, though, you know? Like, her father is Glenn Carano, who was a football player. He's currently general manager of El Dorado Resorts Properties. Sweet. Oh. So really? Circus Circus, El Dorado, Silver Legacy, so some casinos there. So he's doing all right. Yeah, I mean, he, he, they're, they're not struggling. Here's the thing. I think, you know, anyone who's going to listen to this knows about the Gina Carano stuff, so I don't need to summarize it. But the my general thought about the whole thing is you're on the gravy train. Just shut the fuck up. That's my feeling. Like, no one... And, and, and this is the thing that some people need to understand. There's nothing inherently wrong with being conservative, which is what she seems to think. Her, her talking point recently is, oh, conservative people are under attack. And she ended up getting fired slash contract not renewed, whatever the deal was, because she essentially compared being a conservative in America to being a Jew in Germany during the Holocaust. So bad you comparison. Know, we'll just say that right off the It's bat. a completely ridiculous comparison. But, but nobody's coming at you for being like, I think we should be more fiscally conservative. That's not why they're coming at you, G. That's not no. why they're coming at they're you, They're coming babe. after you because you're fucking crazy. Well, and it's just like, you you know it's it's Disney. It's a family company. It's evil. Don't get me wrong. Disney is the root of all that is evil. But they have to maintain sure. a facade. They have to maintain a facade. And if you're not going to go along with maintaining the facade, you really don't think that, like, they could get anybody. They, anybody would be on the fucking Mandalorian. Like, you're not special. You're not, you're not some great... It's not like they're trying to replace, like, fucking Meryl Streep or something. Like... You're some buff right. chick. We can find another buff chick that's really not yeah, that Yeah, we difficult. can find anyone to do your role each season. We don't even have to recast your character because your character isn't important. We'll just replace you with other attractive, muscular women. You know? Right. This, like, this we can cast that. Thing. And yeah. we don't even have to find someone who's particularly good because you weren't particularly good. 
No, and you can get another not, buff chick that'll work yeah. for scale. It's it's not and gonna be difficult. You're not the main character, you know, and people want to bring up all the conservative talking points now are oh, well, Pedro Pascal compared um children being separated at the border to concentration camps. How is that different? And it's like, well, here's how it's different. One, he's the main character. I wouldn't say he's a big star, but he's a star. He's a known name. People know who Pedro Pascal is when you say his name in general conversations. And two, the separating of children at border from their parents, that that was not liked. So when you come out against that, well, and, and, and that is that, considered Alex, an acceptable position in society. It's, it's, it's just it's wrong like you're you're bitching about being silenced on like a major platform you're not being silenced you're not being canceled right you're fine you have a shitty view that is just wrong and if that's what conservatism is is now then and it basically is you know like 50 percent of the the fucking republican party is a goddamn like pack of maniacs that i want nothing to do with it's just like that's not that's not what people are attacking you for. It's like it's not the fiscal conservatism. It isn't you know. It, it's the the shitty racist views that you idiots have. The transphobic views that you idiots have against you know marginalized people. I, I'm not concerned about rich white fucking girls who really don't need to work. It's like I want to be a fitness model. Okay, sweet pea, you go right ahead. We'll make that happen for you. I'm not worried about you. All right, hey, you're not a marginalized hey, person. That's a sweet gig. Oh, hey, it's a sweet gig if you would fucking get it. You don't think yeah. I'd do that in a fucking second, Alex? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, daddy's going to pay for me to be a fitness model? Let's fucking make it happen. I'll start cutting right now. I'll go full I'd, back in uh, uh, season 13 of It's Always Sunny. Let's do this shit. I'd be Ben Shapiro for the right amount of money. I can do that job. I can be a grifter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what that idiot sounds like. I have never heard. I've seen parody. I have never once listened to that dumbass. Here's the thing when it comes to conservatism right now. Like you said, you you came up with some of the talking points that I would consider semi-reasonable. Not the transphobic stuff. That stuff's fucking ridiculous. But the other stuff, I would even consider, even if I don't agree with it, I can understand being anti-abortion. I can understand the other side of the argument. But some of this stuff is so wacky now that there's no seeing it. You know, oh, the election was stolen from us when we're traditionally the party of voter suppression. <laughs> you know, right. it's like, sorry, exactly. not buying it. Uh, right, like, shut the fuck up. Quit bitching. <laughs> you lost. Well, and it's funny because it's like, you know, when, when Hillary lost, I had a bit of a meltdown, but then, and I, and I hope the Russia stuff was true, not going to lie, but it was like, this idiot is our president, and I'm just going to have to deal with that. I don't remember whinging about it, specifically that, because there was plenty to fucking bitch about with that idiot for months afterward. And it's like, it's been, it's been months, guys. Move the fuck on. Yeah. And what was it today, uh, Bob? They just said that uh, the uh, New York State Attorney or whatever can uh, go diving into those tax returns. 
Yep. Uh, the Supreme Court declined to hear um, arguments uh, against, you know, to basic. Basically, they said lower court ruling stands, and so now um, the, his accountants need to give up his tax returns. So. That we'll see be... what happens. I'm not going to get too excited until something actually happens. Oh, Alex, he's not going to jail. That's not going to happen. I know that's not going to happen. But I can appreciate the fact that he's shitting in his fucking diapers. I don't need him to go to happening. jail. They can come up with some horse shit. I just need him to have a felony on his record so he can't run for president again. That's all I Ooh, want. I didn't think about that, Alex. Nice. I like that angle. I'm into that. I don't need him to go to prison. He can fucking... You know, whatever. He can plea out as long as there's a felony on his record. Truth. <laughs> Stupid fat fuck. Let his, fucking, let his fucking daughter run or something, because the truth is all these misogynist fucks ain't voting her in anyway, no matter what no. he says. No, so, we want to fuck I Ivanka. Don't... We don't want her to lead us. Yeah, well, that's true. Dad especially. <laughs> well, I think what's interesting is... You know, will could could the Republican Party, and I'm not talking about the fucks in in office because they're just a bunch of assholes. But could like, are how split is the party? I guess is the question that I really want to ask, because if if you've got uh. If you put a Trump, whether it's dipshit or dipshit juniors on the ticket, like, are they winning another primary? I don't know. And getting the nod. I don't know. It all depends on, uh, uh, you know, who else is running. But the other part of me is like, go ahead, start a new party. Split the fucking vote. I'm fine with that. I don't think it. This is the thing. Even if that were to happen in my wildest dreams. What would happen at the end of the day is whoever from the Trump, from the Patriot Party, would win the nominee, let's say they win the primaries, and then the other, the mainline Republican Party would just back up and they would go in line with the crazy people because all they care about is power. They don't care about right and wrong. So at the end of the day, if they view a path to getting a candidate in office, even if they think that candidate is a fucking idiot, like they thought Trump was, they're still going to back him 100% because that's their guy and they want power. No, that's a good point, Alex. Oh, it's a, it's a very good point. But so the only, the only place that you have, the only real chance you have is, you know, to really appeal to, the Republican voters during primaries and you know, the, the best, the best thing we can do as a country is keep a Trump off of the general election ballot. Um, because if, if it gets down to the general election, it's a 50, 50 sh- crap shoot. Yeah. I don't, I don't think his idiot sons have any hope at all because they're too oh, transparently fraudulent and not, they don't have the ridiculous, they don't have their stupid dad's charisma. Truth. 
Right. But, and I don't even think Ivanka really has it, but Ivanka does have the thing going for her that she's hot. So, and that matters I mean, to, to a, a degree. certain kind of person, I guess. I don't find her that attractive, but. I mean, she's a fucking crazy asshole, but I have to admit she's hot. It is what it is. You can be a crazy asshole and be hot. Oh, I'm not saying that you can't. I think Gina Carano is objectively hot, but she's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Well, she used to be really beautiful. Then she found the catering table at the Mandalorian. I mean, it happens to the best of us. I, I can't argue with the result. I mean, it is what it is. I would be the same way. I don't have a job to be in shape for an acting role, but I I like food, too. <laughs> food is good. The point, if food is What's good. What's food like? <laughs> no, we don't start, like? hold on. Hold on. We can't start talking about food. Erica, every time Bob gets on Xbox, he talks about food for three hours. Yeah, I know. Like, Every single time. It's the it's only thing ever no, on I know. His mind. I was down there the other fucking day and he was talking about it. I'm like, what's the matter with you? Shut up. <laughs> I don't even remember what you're talking about. Meanwhile, coming from the person who puts on like cooking shows for a good portion of the day, and I sit yes, there and I'm like, how I'm, are you I'm, watching this? I'm learning from them and I'm not torturing other people with it. You should be working. You shouldn't be watching the food shows that I'm watching during the day. <laughs> Boom. Now, there is something else that I actually want to talk about last time we podcasted, but I completely forgot. And it's obviously extremely related to everything that went on with Trump. You know, Trump got banned off Twitter and banned off Facebook and all that shit because the writing was on the wall for all these corporations. So they wanted to suckle at the democratic tit, you know, and is this okay in your opinion? Cause obviously I would prefer that crazy ass Trump doesn't get his crazy ass message out to the masses, but I do think it's a bad precedent to set when you're, you know, not banning a guy for years Years and years, he's saying all this crazy shit. He's doing whatever, oh, because he's the president. And then a week before he's going to get out of office, oh, we're going to ban him now. Well, that's the problem. We've talked about this before with, like, your Alex Joneses of the world. If you have terms of service and you completely ignore them for, how long was he on Twitter? Fucking five, six, seven years. And then suddenly you decide, oh, I don't know what it was, but that that's it. That's done. You're done. Yes, he should be kicked off because he violated the terms of service. So should a lot of other Nazi fucks that are on your, your platform, but that's another story. Um, It's just you shot yourself in the foot by doing it now. So any sort of moral argument you may have had, you just look like a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. I just don't, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not even, yeah, exactly. It's not from even that standpoint, I guess it's just, you don't want to create the image, even if it's true or not true. The, the conservative media has created this image of, oh, well, it's not okay to be a conservative. We're being silenced and we know this isn't true. I but do appreciate that they you... say that on their uh, their fucking like 
on like you know, the second most cable popular television cable station. Yeah, I, yeah, I find that shit to be hilarious. Well, and anytime you go look this stuff up, you know, if you go look up like what news articles get the most traction on Facebook, it's all conservative media. Like, well, and here's like the other problem. Seven Alex. of the top ten are conservative media. I'll tell you what the problem is with that too, is because when you go and you click on, you know, say a reputable a reputable news source, whatever you think of the New York Times or the Washington Post or the Chicago Tribune, you know what you get hit with? Fucking paywall. You know what's free? The conservative crazy sites. And that's yeah, a fucking that's problem. A good point. And Facebook, well, the, Mark Zuckerberg is also the root of all that is fucking evil. He doesn't give a shit. No, he just wants more money. Right. God forbid we, like, pay people to moderate the stuff on our website, but we can't have that. I might not be able to bulldoze another forest so I can have my wedding wherever the fuck I want. Yeah, that's a good... Wasn't that, uh... Wasn't that the guy from Napster who did that? Was it? I thought it was Zuckerberg. <laughs> Maybe it was both. It wouldn't surprise me. Some allegedly, um, some rich fuck, you know. But the, you you made a good point there, though, that you know a lot of these news websites you go to now, unless it's like CNN or something, they're all behind paywalls, and yep. that is a big problem because I don't know. I would love to know how many people are actually subscribing to the New York Times or the Washington Post or whatever, because. The amount of times I click on something that's linked on Reddit or a forum or whatever, and I get hit with a paywall. And the truth is, is that a lot of these websites are just regurgitating the same AP news yep. report with a little bit of opinion thrown in. I can just go find that same article or a similar version of the article on 15 other websites. So I just, I want to know how many people go and they get hit with a paywall on the New York times. And they're like, Oh, well shit. I got to subscribe now. Cause I just can't imagine it's a big number. I think most I people just go somewhere else. I would imagine a lot of people either go somewhere else or find somebody who's just posted the article. Cause you see that sometimes on, uh, yeah. Reddit people just post the text or they it's take like, screenshots yeah, I've got a, or something. They've like, I've got a subscription here. I'll, well, because it's 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 like if you want to fight misinformation, you can't have it behind a paywall because most people are aren't gonna pay. Well, I think what I think what a lot of people do is they they pick the the publication that they like, and that's the one subscription they'll do. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. You know, for people that will pay. Um. Well, and the other thing is, let's not act like the fucking New York Times is like the bastion of, you know, liberal goodness or leftist goodness either, because these are the idiots that published that Tom Cotton op-ed that was like, hey, you know what? We should let the police be a little more fascist. Hmm. Well, wait. That dick's going to be president. Wait and see, Alex. That's the motherfucker who's going to end up winning. That maniac. (laughs) Not Ted Cruz. Though he really no, wants Ted it. He's just, nev- he's just never going to get it. He's too much. Him and Lindsey Graham both have the same problem. They're like little sniveling assholes. And even the conservatives who vote for them know that they would bend over and take it for a better man. You know, like they're just such bitches. Well, they we'll can't win. They can't Cruz win anything after, uh... because they're such bitches. 
after uh, uh, fleeing to Cancun. Yeah, I wish I wish that shit mattered, but it doesn't. I mean, there won't be any consequences for it, but I would hope that I don't know. Just get punched in the face. I don't even need to get you, get it. Ah. Go ahead. Even Sorry. if you truly believe that he really did have a family trip planned and it just so happened to coincide with Texas freezing over, even if you believe all of that, the pure stupidity of still going on your trip should be enough to make you not get voted in again just for being that dumb. Yep. Like, what is the, the first rule of politics is optics. Like, it doesn't matter what you're actually doing. It matters what it looks like. Yep. And when people's pipes are exploding and people are leg- literally freezing to death in their homes because your electrical grid sucks and you weren't prepared for cold weather, uh, you know, it looks pretty bad when you flee the country. Yeah, you can't be doing that, Ted. It's a nice little preview of what's going to happen when the world gets destroyed by climate change. (laughs) You're not wrong, sir. All the rich fucks will be fleeing for the nice places and all us plebs will be here freezing to death. Or burning to death. We'll be dead by then, Alex. We'll be alright. We'll be in hell already. We'll be okay. Oh, well. As long as, like, everyone's in hell together. Most people are going to hell. We'll be okay. Sweet. (laughs) fucking ted cruz i told bob that's the one like he's on my list of people if i see him in public i'm punching him in the face so make sure you have bail ready i hate that Hmm. fuck but anyway yeah no the one the one oh who's the other super slimy fuck who wants to be president so badly the one who had his fist raised to the crowd on the day of the insurrection josh 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 howley Howley? yeah Yeah, fuck that guy he wants to be president Shit. so bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see, bud. We'll see. Meanwhile, you've got, like, AOC out here, like, working to raise. I think last time I checked, it was, like, $5 million for Texas. And is yeah. down there on the ground, that, that like, doesn't, actually... That doesn't matter, either. No, it doesn't matter. She's that liberal bitch who used to be poor, and now she thinks that she's, you know, whatever. Did she actually own those dresses on the cover of Vanity Fair? Yeah, everybody owns the stuff that they wear in Vanity Fair. Didn't you know that, Alex? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hey, look, we're probably going to be getting a Republican president three and a half years from now because the Democrats are doing it again. They can't help but to shoot themselves in the foot. It's like... It's 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 like clockwork. You know, you know, exactly. That train's never fucking late. It's just like, there's still no check. You, there was talk of canceling the student loan debt, and now you're being like, nah, we're not going to no. do that. Uh, uh, we're back to deporting people. Uh, we're no. not going to review ICE at all, because yeah, it's fine. It's just like, what What the fuck? Like, this, and this really? is And this is the trick, and the Republicans are doing it right now, too. It's so easy to be the minority party. When you know you can say whatever you want, you can say, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to give you money, we're doing everything, baby. 
And then the moment she get elected, oh, well, you know, about that. That's not <laughs> happening. You you thought we were serious? And like, I, my I check, understand. Joe? And this is the thing. Check. This is the thing. I understand all the reasons that they have to use this reconciliation process. And I understand that it's going to take time. But Joe Schmo on the street doesn't give a fuck. He nope. doesn't care. And all that guy's going to remember is that you said $2,000 checks and what you may, may end up delivering are $1,400 checks. People are going to remember that shit. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the yep. worst part is they should actually, they're haggling over $600 and they should actually be doing considerably more because they can only do this reconciliation process a few times a year because it takes months to get through it. And they really should be doing a shitload of money since they've done absolutely nothing at a federal level for like a full year. But, oh, I completely agree with you, but they won't because you know, they're idiots. The Democrat, and then the Democrats are going to be shocked two years from now when they lose the House and they lose the Senate. Oh, why did this happen? Well, I wonder. It's a tough one. <sighs> Got anything to add, Bob? I mean, not really. Sweet. <laughs> the Democrats what else? are the, the Democrats are the dumbest fuck. But it's not I, even it, that, Bob. It's not that they're dumb. It's it, that's part of it. But they're all rich fucks, and none of this shit affects them. They're all fine. They're all fine, with the exception well, of a few people. Not everybody's yeah, a it, rich fuck, but they're, this hasn't really affected them. It's fine. I got my well, vaccine. I'm doing okay. It, yeah, it you'll get your check eventually. It hasn't affected them. And they know that they really, they genuinely don't have to do that much to, to keep their positions. Now, they may lose... You know, they may lose the House, or they may lose the Senate, yeah, they don't or care the presidency. About that. They don't give a shit. No, about they that. don't. All they care about is, you know, e each individual member keeping their seat, and they know that, um, by and large, you know, the way this system is set up right at the moment, that it will stay pretty close to fifty-fifty, kind of in perpetuity, and. There's a reason that it kind of goes Democratic president, Republican president, and you don't get too many back-to-backs is because you get the, you know, Americans are going to hate whoever's in the office. They never deliver what they want, and then they vote against them because, said, well, Democrats didn't do anything for me. Why should I keep voting for them? Um, and then the, the next thing happens with the Republican. Um you get your, you know, and that's all your people in the middle uh, who are kind of, you know, your independents or your undecided voters. Oh, see, um, I'm just not voting Democratic anymore. I'm done. I'm just going to write in, like, Ultramantis Black or something. They don't get my vote. Unless, like, they fucking do something. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm not a sure vote anymore, motherfuckers. Well, and you know what? In states like Illinois, I, I mean... Matter. Well, it doesn't matter, but they they should feel the pressure that they can lose states like Illinois. 
Um, well, we'll see what happens when the governor race comes up because while I understand Pritzker did, I mean, then there was some stuff that was mismanaged, of course, but we'll see what happens because I, I feel like that governor race is going to really kind of be telling. Uh, I, th- you know, I, I, we'll see. I don't know. You know, it, it will be interesting. I mean, you know, for our listener who is um, not in Illinois, you know, the the previous governor did jack and shit, which actually accomplished what Illinois Republicans wanted was to get jack and shit done. Well, um, depending on who you talk to, he, he actively, you know, fucked over quite a few people. Oh, yeah, I mean... Alamo's he, not a fan of, well, of Mr. Rauner. I mean... If you if you look at Rauner, I mean, the entire the entire Republican uh, strategy in Illinois is to cut government spending, and um, you know, and, and that's that's kind of what like the overall Republican Party preaches, but really that's not the case. Um, well, it's because only if, when there's a if there's a Democrat in office. Then well, you need to be very concerned about that. Excuse me. Yeah, but even still, that's not what they really care about. Um, you know, because what they want is money going to the the big companies in their districts. But in Illinois, it is a huge rallying cry for the Republican Party here. I think more so than in other states because of how stupid this state can be. Um, and did like for example did you know illinois has more municipalities than any other state in the union it's insane I did it, not it, know that. it is absolutely insane how many local governments it's something like it's something like six and a half thousand uh local governments um or municipalities within Illinois and I think that's the right number I might be wrong but it is it is by and far more, more than any other state and a good example of that is in our town uh, you know we live in a village um, and right across the street from our house is a park well funny thing about the park the village doesn't even though the park is the village park, the village itself doesn't have any control over the park. The park is its own separate government entity. And they don't um, like each other very much. Yeah. And that screws over people, you know, who uh, are having fl- uh, potentially flooding problems. And uh, the village says, oh, we want to help. But then the park district is like, well, we don't want to do anything about it. And you can't make us. So fuck off. So nana nana nana. But, you know, so so you've got shit like that, and taxes here are very high. Um, We don't pay a state income tax, which is nice, but between sales tax and other things, um, you know, the cost of living here is very, very high. And so it's... You look at things like... um, the Jane Byrne interchange 
going from being like a two-year project to an eight-year project, um, stuff like that. And it's just so common in Illinois. And shocker, public works projects go over budget, but it does seem to be particularly egregious here and in a lot of other Democratic-run states. And so Republicans, you know, and I, I mean by Republicans in this case, I mean actual Republican voters, not the dipshits in, in Congress. These are the things that they they care about, you know, when and that's what they mean when they're talking about fiscal responsibility is like, hey, guys, can we not turn the big dig into a 20 year, 20 billion dollar project? And so in states like Illinois, that's what the Republican Party tends to focus on. Um, and that was a really long explainer for the state of Illinois politics. Um, but it's effective. And that is how Rauner got into office. Um, and that and he was just will garbage be. And then... Yeah, and he's garbage. But Republicans, you know, the actual Republican voters didn't really have a problem with him. Um, no, because... but you, like you said, it is basically 50-50, and then you've just got yeah. some people in the middle that are like, yep. you know. Yeah, I'm actually shocked Rauner, um, Rauner was actually pretty thoroughly beat by Pritzker, um, but Pritzker also just spent a mind-boggling amount of money, um, to get elected, um, Well, but, and he's you got know... a lot of visibility in the state. And I personally think he's done a lot of good, but we don't need to keep talking about, you know, Illinois politics. Yeah, but I think, you know, we're talking about it and going into details about Illinois politics, not so much to be the Illinois podcast, but to illustrate, you know, the problem that Democrat, you know, blue states have here. And, you know, it if you look at Illinois versus, say, Michigan. And Michigan does run more red, but it's not that much more red than Illinois. Um, when you once you look at the bigger picture, and um, so it, it's Democrats could lose in states like Illinois. People who are in, uh, you know, who are tired of seeing paying more taxes um than neighboring states um and if you look at you know the migration of people out of the state and you know that's a problem for taxes because then it increases taxes on relatively everyone else so uh the democratic party of illinois and the democratic party just overall um just doesn't get it well, and when you hear the about, you know, people, when you hear about people moving to Texas and Texas becoming more and more blue as time goes on, those people are coming from other places, you know, right. like they're, they don't just magically appear. They go from Illinois or they go from California or they go from New York to Texas and so that eats away at your voting base, even if it transplants somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And um, while I, I can't ever picture 
moving to Texas myself, um, there are a lot of attractive reasons to move to Texas. Um, Seeing Ted you, Cruz on the street and being able to punch him in the face. I mean, there's the reason to move right now. Pack your bags. Let's go. <laughs> um, you know, it, the trip. cost of living is much, much more affordable. Um, there is a sudden in, a, um, surge of tech jobs in Texas because tech companies are either wholesale moving to Texas or opening big offices there. Um, so there's jobs. Um, so you got jobs and lower costs of living. That's pretty attractive to people um, versus, you know, California where you're going to spend, you know, every last dime you have on a 200 square foot closet uh, in Cupertino, if you're lucky. Uh, and, and that, and that's, you know, everything I've talked about in the last probably five minutes, if not more, all revolves around taxes and, um, and, and cost of living and finances. And that is what people ultimately care about. And that's why when, Alex, you say people are going to remember not getting that check um, and not getting the 2000 that they promised, that's true. Um, oh, yeah. Trans, transgender issues, gay issues, immigrant issues, those things are all very worthy causes, but they really don't matter in terms of winning elections and... And the Democratic Party needs to do more for if, if they want to if they actually want to win elections and win you them have to soundly. Do what you're going to say you're going to do you right. need to affect because well, I do think those are very worthy causes, and you cannot forget about them and do them, do them like. But you also need to do the shit you said you were going to do. You mm -hmm. told me I was going to get a two thousand dollar check. Not, you know, in addition, you said I was going to get another check. I need to get another check, because that's what you said. That's the bottom line. That's it doesn't it. have anything you to do said with anything else. You said $2,000. You didn't say 1400 plus 600 You said no. 2000 You said 2000 So no I don't No one's care. reading between the lines on you saying 2000 And right. And by the way, they can say whatever they fucking want. But before they got, before the election happened, they never right said, there? oh, 1400 on top of 600 They never no, they said they, that. Right, they said 2000 mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't care if you have to go down to West Virginia and do something terrible to uh, Joe Manchin or whatever the fuck his name is to make him fucking get the fucking line. Let's, let's fucking go here. What are we doing? Well, and what does he want? Like, what do you got to give the dude? Yeah, just give like, him what he wants. He's figure it out. Blue, he's holding a blue seat in a red state. Give him what he wants. You know, and it's it, it, there's there's got to be something he wants in particular. He wants for West Virginia that you can give him, and you, you just got to do it. Hey, make it fucking happen. You can't say something, and I mean this is just politics in fucking general, but especially with somebody who. 
nobody was enthusiastic about voting for. I wasn't excited to vote for fucking uh, Joe Biden. You know, I don't give I don't give a shit. You're not Trump. That's the only reason, dude. That's why I'm voting for you. That's the main that, reason that, everyone voted for him. That that brings up another point, though. How great would it be to actually be genuinely excited to vote for someone? Like, in, I was in genuinely a way, excited to vote for Obama in 08. I in a way I was young. I was stupid, but. And he didn't in end a way, up being the, the progressive champion that I thought he would be, but I was very excited to vote for him. In a way, I'm kind of I'm, I'm a little jealous about of Trump, Trump voters because they they seem to genuinely were excited to vote for him. Um, I completely I disagree with the position. I don't but... I don't get why people think he cares about them. That's what doesn't make any cool. sense to me. And here's the other thing for the Democrats four years from now. I don't know what's going to happen if Biden's going to run again or what the deal is. He's going to be fucking but, alive. Well, that's, you know, that's a good question. I think he probably will be. But is he going to run again? Who knows? Um, I will say whether it's four years from now or eight years from now, I don't see any chance in hell that Harris wins a general election for the presidency. So... No. I would strongly recommend they start, you know, shining someone up real nice to be the fed, the face of the Democratic Party. I agree. You got to get that bench going. You need the Senate. You also need the Senate, correct? Ooh, that's another one. Uh, McConnell. I'd punch him in the face and go to jail. Gladly. Oh, <laughs> oh that'd be great. Well, Fuck you know, guy. Erica... You could yes. have been there at the Capitol. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't have. Me and Jericho's wife hanging out at the Capitol. <laughs> I love whenever Chris Jericho goes, oh, I'm not political. And then all his political donations come out. It's like, well, you seem to be. It's like you kind of <laughs> are a little bit, babe. Maybe just maybe just be quiet. And funnily you know? enough, all these donations go to red, red causes. Convenient. And you know what, dude? You know what, dude? If you're... That's fine. You know what, Jericho? You have a fuck ton of money. You probably should be I get conservative. It. I get it. I just don't want to fucking hear about it, man. Well, and this is in going all the way back. I'll loop it back around to Gina Carano. And this goes for all actors, liberal, conservative, whoever. People generally, whether it's fair or not, don't want to hear from extremely wealthy people about their political views. They just and I don't, don't want to hear him fucking singing Imagine like three weeks into a fucking pandemic that doesn't affect you at all. <laughs> yeah, Shut I mean, I don't... the fuck up. Even if I agree with your views, I don't want to hear, you know, whoever talk about anything because generally it just kind of comes off feeling like pandering. You know, when you're watching the Super Bowl and they start talking about, oh... We're here supporting all our men and women who are nurses and doctors, and these are the <laughs> saviors having, of the but, nation. But we're having this big event with all these people crammed yeah. into the stadium. It but we salute even, you, nurses. It couldn't even be more fake, you know? Like, I would prefer you just don't do it because it's actually even worse than if you don't do it. Because if you don't oh, do agree. it, it's like, whatever. You're a giant corporation. You want to make shitloads of money. I get it. Whether or not I agree with what you're doing, I understand what you're up to. But when but you come out and you pander, it's exactly. more insulting than if you didn't. 
because they were doing the whole because we kind of had it on we were like painting and shit that day we had the pregame on and i heard them doing all this uh black history month stuff and it's like that's great but i'm pretty sure colin kaepernick still doesn't have a job so yeah. remember when you blackballed we, him yeah about that maybe yeah, i understand you're a big corporation you have to do it but i mean you have to understand that you look like titanic shitheads so i know you well, don't care because big... you're making all of the money but when i don't understand why in the nfl the players haven't figured out yet like the nba players have that they have all the leverage especially if you're the star player like on the yeah. texans right now um deshaun watson wants to get out of there because they told him they were going to consult him on who the next gm would be he's like their mm-hmm. star quarterback of the future and then yep. he's one of the guys the Bears could have drafted, by the way. But that's another story. Yeah, Same but Alex, we don't Mitch need him. Tra- Same year as Mitch Trubisky. Him. Mitch <laughs> Trubisky is the wave of the future, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so the point is, though, you know, he doesn't – now he's threatening, you know, to hold out or he wants them to trade him or whatever. And we'll see what ends up happening. He'll probably stay and play, you know. Um because he wanted to be consulted on the GM and the head coach, and they, of course, didn't consult him on either one. And, you know, he has all the power. He he could go about it any way he wants, right? He could go out there, even if he says, oh, well, I'm going to play because I don't want to get fined my game check every week. Well, he can just go out there, and he could just intentionally throw an interception on every play. And what's like, going to happen? Play? Oh, I'll play. <laughs> like, what can they do? Oh, we're benching you because you threw interceptions. Okay, well, paid. I've just driven my trade value down nothing. You should have traded me beforehand. Yep. Nice job, dummy. Like, I don't know when when these people are going to figure out they have all the leverage. The owners don't have any fucking leverage. They need the players. Well, you don't have they the need the players. The players. It, only the very top of the cream of the crop, though, can get away with that shit. Yeah, um, no, I agree. And you know, and it's it's interesting because it kind of goes back to um, it goes back to Elway, um, where where player when you first start seeing players really throw their weight, and um, you know he was when he was being drafted, um, I believe it was Indianapolis that wanted him, um, or. I don't know if it was Baltimore at the time yet, but um, I've got, I probably got all the details wrong in this, but the, the, <laughs> the, the point, the, the point is that, you know, he said, I don't want to play for you guys. And they were like, well, we're going to draft you and you have to play for us. And in the, the position he took with his agent was if you draft me, I'm not playing. Oh, and guess what? I have an offer from the Yankees to be a pitcher, which you should have took anyways, because being a baseball player over a football player is 100 out of 100 times the right. correct it's decision. Right, your body. I mean, but, in this particular situation, he went on to have a Hall of Fame career and made a shitload right, of money, right, so right, it all worked out for him. Oh, yeah, it's not like it was bad for him. But anyways, so, you know, eventually, um, you know, eventually they buckled, and... You know, they drafted him, and he held out and hey, didn't a, play. He went to camp. Look at a camp. more recent example. Look at a more recent example, Eli Manning. 
He got drafted by the Chargers. He told them, I'm not playing for you. Trade me. I'll, I'll Or I'll sit out a whole year and wait to get drafted again next year. And they said, <laughs> all right. And they traded you to the, they trade him to the Giants because they have all the leverage. They don't have to play. Yeah. If you're, I mean, if you're, if you are, especially if you're a high value player, you should pull your weight to get what you can because it, it gives. You got to look out for yourself. You got to look out for yourself. The league isn't going to look out for you. And and in Deshaun Watson's, just Deshaun Watson's case, sorry on the Texans, is his concern, rightfully so, is, hey, I'm on a sinking ship here. This organization is run extremely poorly. And, you know, I would like some... I would like some input on the GM here so we can hopefully turn this fucking crap, sh- this shit show around. And they didn't give him any. So he's like, okay, fuck you trade me. Cause I'm not going to sit here and waste my best years for a bunch of idiots. I'm the star. No. It's and this is, and in the NFL, all that matters at the end of the day is your quarterback. Because even if you have a fucking amazing defense and you have an amazing running back and you have all these great receivers if you don't have a fucking top 10 quarterback at the worst, you're not winning the Super Bowl. Nope. Just look at Tampa Bay this year. You get Tom Brady, who is extremely old at this point. He's probably, they're probably wheelchairing his ass out there. But because he's still a top five quarterback and most quarterbacks in the league fucking suck. All that's all that matters, and Tampa Bay wins the Super Bowl. I can't believe that fuck won another Super Bowl, Alex. He's the greatest ever. I don't like the guy. He's a piece of shit, but he's the greatest ever. No one's even close. Yeah, but oh, we here, can still here, hate listen him. Listen to this shit. Listen to this shit, Alex. So my my father, my fucking father, is like, yeah, I'm rooting for Tampa. You know, they're the underdogs. I'm like, <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know what fucking, like, like, spread you read saying that Tom Brady is their fucking quarterback. They are not the underdogs. That was like saying, like, Hulk Hogan was an underdog. If John Halo... Cena was an underdog. Sir, like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah, I don't know what the gambling spread was on that game, but I'll just say if a Halo appeared over Tom Brady's head, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I think it spread was three and a half. Um, and they effectively got a home game because the Super Bowl just happened to be in Tampa that year. Right. Of course, he's the first fucking quarterback to win the Super Bowl at home. Of course he is. <laughs> Another one. Add to the resume, but, and then he but, goes home to his beautiful supermodel wife and their beautiful children. Those bastards. But I will say, he still blew the undefeated season. Yeah, well, I'm sure he can cry his tears with his nine thousand Super Bowl rings. Dry his tears. I mean, you know, I, I mean. We've probably talked about this on the podcast before, and if not, we've definitely talked about it outside the podcast. I want you need a two tier league, you just do, and and I think 
That's never I honestly think were you relegate honest, teams? You mean that's never yeah, going to happen. But I honestly think it would work out for the league too, because you could have regional champions who work their way into the top league. So you have you have um, you have fans who are more engaged with their local teams because they actually have a chance of winning a regional championship and then you're putting the the actual good teams um in a smaller bucket so you're consolidating a lot of the better players into those better teams yeah but people so you support terrible teams all the time i know listen believe me i understand <laughs> all the reasons i understand all the reasons it would never happen um but I, I I think it would make the sport so much better. There's just well, he, to your point, Alex. There's only a handful of quarterbacks in the entire league that can play at the NFL level. <laughs> you know, and actually, so it's like if you, if that if you're let's say you can have ten quarterbacks in the league who are actually quote unquote top tier. Okay, that is your number of top tier teams. Everyone else is a secondary league. Well, here's and the then, problem. This is the problem mm-hmm. right here is at the end of the day, all that matters is TV money. It's nice oh, to yeah. have, it's nice to have ticket sales. It's nice to have, you know, parking money. It's nice to have concessions, all that. That's all awesome. And that's a lot of money, but the money that really matters is the TV deal. And when you create the perception that something is secondary, People aren't going to watch that. Listen, I understand that. Believe me, I do. People watch fucking college football, though. And that's secondary. They love college But it's football. not really, but it's not really secondary. It's the Listen, primary. I, it's the the big I leagues, get... your, your SECs, your Big Tens. Those are the big leagues. People watch that shit. That's what they care about. That's see, that's their big thing. It's see, not actually secondary. See, you don't have to convince me that I know my idea will never work. Like I already know it will never work. My favorite really part of this podcast. My favorite part wants. of this podcast every week, whenever we do it, is when I say Bob's wrong and then I prove that he's wrong. Don't take this away from me. Well, you're not proving that I'm wrong. I, you're you're I'm you're just. You're trying to come into the argument of bidding that you're wrong. No, admitting that it won't happen. Mm. Mm. There's a difference. Convenient loophole. Like Alex. I know it would be better if we had universal health care in the United States. It won't happen. Hey. But that's not that doesn't make it wrong. I want to talk opinion. about something <laughs> else that I remember Bob being wrong about, but I don't remember like how he was wrong, so we can bring it up again. Sure. Erica. What do you got? Maybe like a month ago. I don't remember exactly when it happened. Microsoft did one I of knew this the... was what it was going to fucking be. <laughs> Calm down, Bob. Calm down. <laughs> Microsoft I know exactly did what you're going to say, too. But what sure, I but... have to imagine when it was one of the dumbest PR blunders where they took a shotgun and blew their own leg off for absolutely no reason. 
that I can yeah. remember in recent memory when they right overnight decided to double the price of Xbox Live Gold, a service that should be free already, and they tried to double it from 60 to 120. Incredible stupidity. I can't even remember the last time a giant company did something so dumb PR-wise. Did they walk it back? Did that end up They happening? walked it yeah. back like that six night. hours later. Yeah. It that's was embarrassing. Well, that's like they're throwing the feeler out there. And they, they're probably like, you know, people are probably going to bitch about this. Let's see how much they bitch about this. And then it gets out there and it's like, oh, they're bitching a lot. Okay. Yeah, back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Well, here's let me give you the summary of Xbox Live Gold. Because here is essentially the three pillars of the service that you're paying for. You're paying for multiplayer, which people already think you shouldn't have to pay for because I you don't have you to pay for it on PC. I agree. I'm just saying. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, no, paying you for the Xbox for Live games with gold stuff, which is three free games a month. However, this used to be better, but since Game Pass came out, Xbox Live games with gold is mostly the biggest pieces of shit around and almost never has a game that anyone actually cares about. So they want that to push part of the other service, right? Right. So then that was the point of this Xbox Live Gold stuff, but we'll get to it. Uh, so that's number two. And number three would be Party Chat, which again should really just be free. I mean, yes. Discord's free, Skype's free. How many voice chat services are free on the computer? And at this point, you are not only directly competing with Sony, you're competing with the PC. You're competing with yourself on the PC. So, you know, why is it that a game, let's say Sea of Thieves, is on the PC, and all this stuff is free on Sea of Thieves on the PC, but I have to pay $60 a year for it on the Xbox? It's straight horseshit. That's ridiculous. So they take a service... They really should already be free because you could just eliminate the games with gold stuff. It doesn't even matter. And you could just make the service free. And instead, they double the fucking price of it. And to the shock of absolutely no one, people were furious. I'm telling you, I think they probably just threw it out there to see how bad the bitching would be. And when it was like, okay, this is untenable walk it back. And maybe maybe we'll try and like secret it in another time. But why? We need, create... we need more money. We all need more this money, Alex. <laughs> right. Even though, you know, gaming and Microsoft in general are booming during the pandemic, which Does was the other matter. thing that I didn't even Does mention. They picked matter, Alex. the worst time possible. This isn't like, oh, normal time in America. You're in a pandemic. People are either out of work or they're making less money than they were before. And you go and double the price of a service that should be zero dollars. Incredible stupidity. Incredible. And here's my thing. Is from a pure PR standpoint, when I saw this, it took me exactly five seconds of a way they could have achieved the same goal while making more money and it would have been considered a good thing in the general public. Yeah. All they had to do, because the obviously the main goal, let's talk about the goal. What was the goal? The goal is to get people onto Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. 
That's right. the goal. Game Pass Ultimate is Game Pass and Gold put together into one service, $15 a month, right? Right. And Xbox Live Gold right now, you know, Game Pass right now is if you just get Game Pass, which I don't even know if you can just subscribe to Game Pass, but if you can, it's $10 a month. And Xbox Live Gold was uh, $5 a month, right? Is that mm-hmm. or it's, what's 60 divided by 12? Six. Is that f- no, five. 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 You're right. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Five times 12 is 60. Yeah. So the point is that's those two services bundled together. They're the same price Xbox Live or Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, $15 a month. So obviously the goal is they want to take these people that for some reason are only subscribed to gold and they're not subscribed to Game Pass and they want to pretty much push them towards Game Pass Ultimate by increasing the price of gold to the point where it makes no sense to have gold, right? That's the goal. And they did it the dumbest way you possibly could. All you had to do was come out and say, hey, we're eliminating the games with gold service. We're giving you multiplayer and party chat for free. Our one service now is Xbox Game Pass. That's it. That's the service. It's $15 a month. And it would have been viewed as a great thing because you took stuff that people already believe should be free and you made it free and you took a service Game Pass Ultimate, which people love. No one is upset when they have Game Pass. It's all these great games. You're paying a low monthly fee. If you get it when there's deals, which you always should, you pay almost nothing. Like, I think I'm paying like $3 a month for Game Pass Ultimate for the next two and a half years. You know, like, I'm paying almost nothing. And so, everyone loves Game Pass Ultimate. And you could have done it in a way where people would have loved you Instead, they chose the way that was insanely stupid. I want to know who's working in PR over there. Bob, go ahead. You had you were wrong about this. I don't remember how, but tell me. Um, I wasn't wrong about anything in this one. In fact, um, the person who was wrong about something here was um, you. Um, because my position was that if Microsoft stuck with it, that Sony would eventually match the the pricing model. Ah, uh, yes, and I said that would not happen. Uh, and you said that would not happen. Sony, uh, unlike ne- Microsoft, takes their free PR wins. Um, it's a moot point because Microsoft reverse course we will never know if Sony would have matched their price. I maintain they would have. They would have waited a while, but I maintain they would have. Um, However, one thing that I, I, I know is true is that you were wrong about Microsoft um, because you said that Microsoft wasn't going to reverse course. Well, Erica, when does a giant company like Microsoft ever say they're going to do something and then six hours later say, just kidding? When does that ever happen? It's not often, but I feel like it, it, does, it, is, it has happened. 
And also, let me ask you another question. <laughs> Bob and I made a bet. Bob and I yeah. made a bet that one year from whenever this all happened, it was like, what, early January or something like that? One year later, Sony would increase the price of PlayStation Plus to over $90, which right now it's 60 a year, like Xbox Live Gold is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and... and for- Unfortunately, I'm asking a question now. We made that bet. We virtually shook on it because there's no handshakes anymore in the age of COVID. And uh, that bet was not, you know, nothing in that bet said, oh, if Microsoft changes their mind. This bet is null and void. The bet's uh, that a bet, seems, Erica. That seems kind of against the spirit of the agreement, if I must say. Now, well, nothing is has been... I was not present. I don't know what was said. But I will say that does sound like it goes against the spirit of the agreement. Now, can we talk about how shitty the Justice League trailer looks? You watch that? I watched the trailer. What's the <laughs> And I'm probably going to watch the movie, know. if we're being honest, Alex. Let's start, Alex, you know what? Go ahead, say what you want to say, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 I was just going to say that they're, they're bringing the Jared Leto Joker into it. Oh, God, I'm not watching has, it. I wasn't going to watch it anyway, but... You shouldn't, you shouldn't waste your time. I, however, am a masochist and will definitely watch it just so I have something to talk about. Because uh, she wants to torture me. That's definitely well, going to happen. We, we need to bring back after the movie, Bob. I need to do anything. After the movie needs to come back, and I, I think that's the that's the hill we're both going to die on. Quite that literally. will mean... Oh, no, no, no. Okay, wait a minute. I yes. Sorry, I was confusing it with Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice for Mona. I was like, I, I, I can't have watched this movie three times. Oh, no, we're but, not going to watch no. that again. That's... No, no, no. Because I know there was an extended cut of that, but it was like, Zach, we didn't need more. We needed less. <laughs> We've had enough. We've had enough. This is enough. This movie is... Like three and a half hours long. Um, and and the, the it's so Jared Letter Joker and he utters the line, uh, we live in a society, which I don't know how much Seinfeld you watched, but is definitely something that George Costanza had exclaimed at, at a few points during the series. Nine thousand so, times. Yeah. It was just like, Oh, oh Zach, couldn't you just walk away? Couldn't you just leave it? He like, can't this help is going to be terrible. He really can't, the poor thing. He just, like, gives but in to all of his worst impulses. You did, however, just remind me of something yes. else. What's that, dear? That Mortal Kombat trailer <gasps> was Alex. shockingly good. Alex, I watched the whole thing with a big, stupid smile on my face. I was like, is this actually going to be good? I don't I'm know my if it was kind trailer of magic. You know, sometimes the trailers are the most deceiving shit ever. I don't know true. if it was just trailer magic, but that shit looked great. Here's the thing, Alex. All I'm looking for, and I didn't even realize this was fucking coming out, and that it was like, oh, there's a new Mortal Kombat trailer, and I'm like, excuse me, what? All I want, all that I need, I don't need a story, I don't care about any of that shit, I want fucking bomb-ass, like martial arts fighting and i want it bloody i want it violent i want a hard fucking r 
And that's all that and, I want. And from the trailer, it looks like you're going to get that. Well, and that's exactly it. Now, so there I, was and, one and, problem. Yes. There was one problem with the trailer, and it was right at the end. I don't. I can't remember what that actor's name is who's playing Scorpion, but everyone knows him. When you see him, everyone knows him. But I don't know his name. Um, but it sounded like they had him saying Scorpion's get over here line. And, and that you really just should be dubbing that. Is yeah. fucking offensive. Okay. <laughs> I'm offended and they could still fix this. And they need to fix this. Whenever Scorpion says that line, it is always Ed Boone saying it. It doesn't matter <laughs> if someone else is playing Scorpion in a movie in a TV show, in one of the 5 billion Mortal Kombat games where they do dialogue because there's a story mode. Even if someone else is doing Oh, I Scorpion's didn't realize voice, it's that guy. Sorry, I yes. just realized that it's the guy. It's the dude. What else has he been in? The Last Samurai, that's right. And oh, yeah, okay. Yes, he was in Westworld. Uh, he wasn't. He's in everything. He's every every time you need someone with a fuck a Japanese guy to be a samurai. We need a vaguely Asian dude. Like, let's call that guy. What's yeah. So, but always in Mortal Kombat, when it comes to the signature Yuki Scorpion Sonata. lines, no, I agree with you completely. Ed Boon always says, "Get over here." Correct. And they need to fix that. I'm going to be mad if they don't, and I think a lot of people will be because at the end of the, it was it was set up to right like you're watching this whole great trailer and you're just waiting for it. You're like, "Ooh, that guy's fucking Scorpion. This is awesome." And then you're like, just say the line. Just say the line, man. Just say the fucking line. That's and then, need. you know, he's got like a thick accent or whatever the deal is. You can barely even understand he said get over here. And the only reason you know is because he's yanking on the fucking chain. Right? Right. You can kind of infer <laughs> what he's saying. Right. He and it's like the whole, Sorry, the like whole trailer. Oh, I, yeah, I remember him in that. And the whole trailer... You're just like waiting for it. You're like, just say, get over here. Just fucking say it. And then he says it and you're like, what the fuck was that? It was like the only flaw in the whole trailer. And I know everyone felt the same way. Like I've talked to people who are fighting game fans and they're like, what was that? Ed Boon always says, get over here. (laughs) But they could, they could really fix that. And I, I don't remember that. They're saying he was in there. I don't, I don't know. Um, and I'm not watching that again. And, so. and to me, that is something I hope they take the feedback from the trailer and they fix that because that is an easy fix. And really, they well, should Well, it's fix like it. he can say every other line. Right. Like, but, but just for that, it needs to be this. And I'm going to tell you something else, Alex. I need to hear that fucking song. Even if it's oh. at the end of the credits. Yeah. I need the song. It has to the be in there. Well, and they had, somewhere. they had the beats in the trailer. Did you they catch did. it I was at the end? I thought they were ramping up to it, and I was like, oh, here we go. And I was like, okay, Mortal Kombat. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I sat through your trailer. I watched with a huge, stupid smile. I'm definitely watching this movie. However, I'm going to need that fucking rockin' ass jam to be in your fucking movie. Dude, it's got to at least be the song that kicks in the moment the credits come up. Like, it has I'll to at least it. be that. It, 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 for. That's, it has to at least be that. Otherwise, the movie is automatically docked about eight points. I agree with you completely. 
Because <laughs> that's that's the one thing you remember about that first movie. And the first movie is fine. It's not, you know, it's whoa, fine. Whoa, it's whoa. enjoyable. Whoa, whoa. What? Whoa. What? How dare you? Alex, I will that never turn off that movie. is cinematic perfection. <laughs> it's like the only good movie Paul Anderson, or whatever the fuck his name is, has ever made in his life. You the mean movie the auteur who has, who has who's made, made all like those 9 million Resident Evil movies? Resident yeah. Evil movies. Yeah. I, I mean, the first, the first them, Resident so. Evil movie is okay, but... I'll give you that. Mortal, I saw the Mortal second Kombat, one in the theater, and that shit is terrible. Mortal Kombat is perfect. It knows exactly what it is. It plays into it the whole time. It's a 10. Now, if I'm reading it objectively, it's like a fucking minus three, but it's really a 10. Oh, other issue. And I was consoling some people because I was like, he'll be there. He'll be there somewhere. No, no Johnny, Johnny Cage. Cage. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I would imagine he'll be, he's not going to be as prominent, but there's no way he won't be in the movie. Those are five. But very excited for sunglasses. Jax. Asshole. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Dude, the, 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 the performance of Kano in the Mortal Kombat movie changed the character in the game. He wasn't Australian. No, but he is They not. changed yeah. the character because it was so perfect in the movie. <laughs> you realize what's going to happen now. I'm going to have to fucking watch that shit tonight before I go to bed. I think it's on Dude. HBO. When the, when the, and, 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 and believe me, just off that, like, here's the thing, okay? When I heard they were making a Mortal Kombat movie, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be fucking bad. Right? Like, it's got to be bad. And then well, I saw no some of the set photos. Right? right. right. Mm-hmm. And it's a video game movie. They're all bad. So then I saw some set photos, and I was like, this looks really bad. Like, this looks like low-rent, shitty crap. And then I saw that trailer, and it was like, maybe partially because I had the expectations that I was about to watch, like, a Nia Jax match. That it like way, <laughs> you like how oh, I got that in, Erica? That was for you. That train's never late. I was waiting for yeah. it. So maybe it was because my expectations were so low, but everyone I've talked to has been like, that trailer was fucking good, dude. And, you know, now like a bunch of us are talking about watching it together because it's going to be on HBO Max. And just off that trailer, I would have fucking gone to the theaters, okay? Because that trailer was so great. But it's going to be, uh, you know, quote unquote free on HBO Max. So I'm watching that shit the day it comes out, dude. Oh, no. I already told uh, uh, my buddy Sheila and uh, Sass. I'm like, we got a movie. Like, we're movie night in this shit. Like, we got a live. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing that's happening. And I hope it's good. I genuinely do. I don't have super high hopes, but... I'd like to at least be entertained. And that's really all I ask for anymore. Like, I'm going to definitely sit through, and I know I'm going to be disappointed. Uh, uh, what was it? Um, Godzilla vs. Kong? There's no way that's going to be good. But I'm sitting through that shit, too. My my thing with Mortal Kombat is it just needs to have, like, great action and a few memorable lines and preferably some good music to live up to the legacy of the original's music. Which obviously was just the same song playing fifteen times, but whatever. It was a great song. And it stands. The point stands. <laughs> I just need like some great action like you were talking about, some like cool violence, some cool fatalities, 
And that's it. I don't need the fucking story to make any sense. No one gives a shit about the fucking story. You know, exactly. if there's a great story, that's just a cherry on top of the Sunday. Oh, exactly. That's just a bonus. But it's like you ripped off Enter the Dragon. Just do that again. Just It's just a fucking, like, this isn't hard. This isn't difficult. You know? And people are starved for entertainment. The only thing that would have made it better is if the Highlander was playing Raiden again. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> when they showed Raiden, I was like, oh, they got somebody who's at least Asian. That's nice. It still no should have been the Highlander. Lambert the voice was so good. <laughs> Actually, I think he's, like, mostly blind now. He had, like, an eye issue even back when he was filming. Oh, well, that like, plays uh... into the character perfectly. He is delightful in that movie. No, I'm sorry. If the guy if the guy's blind, that obviously sucks. I would just shoot oh, myself at that point. Right, right. I don't think he's like fully blind, but he's definitely got issues with his eyes. It was happening during Highlander too, and he's like swinging that fucking sword around, so it's like a thing. But mm. no, I love Christopher Lambert. Is he's he like great. Bob playing Super Mega Baseball three blind? Shots, or... shots fired. Wow. I mean, I yes, yeah, shots, but. Let's be real. It's it's fair. <laughs> but if we're going to be talking about movies, uh, I know you guys were chatting about it on Xbox Live the other day, but Bob did finally uh, plug in or plug up a uh, hole he had in his anime watching. Mm, yes, I've heard it. Yes, yes, yes. This is actually good. I'm glad you brought this up. I have other stuff, too. I mean, funny well, because, we do. Like, I, heard him, I heard him turn it on, and I was like, what the fuck? And I walked out, and I'm like, Oh, that's right. This movie uh, opens with uh, Shinji jerking off over Asuka's comatose body. Mm, I forgot that indeed. we just go right Can't to... really come back from that one. We just <laughs> throttle right the fuck up right away and we're just going. See, what's interesting about that is we discovered on Xbox that I must have actually seen it at some point. Um, because uh, I guess... Um, in the last two episodes, they it they don't have like people uh, poofing or popping or whatever the fuck you want to call it. No, they um, don't. And I do remember seeing that, so I must have seen uh, End of Evangelion at some point. You were point, just so just... traumatized by it that you blocked it. Out <laughs> of your head. I think it was a, it was a situation of you know it was I was in college and there was the guy on the floor who was like anime guy, so ah. like the the whitest dude you've ever met. Um, and, um, you know, he was like, he handed me like, um, like a portable hard drive and said, here, watch all of this. So I probably didn't realize it was actually a movie um, or whatever, especially because of the way it's formatted. It's weird. But so I, I didn't remember that I had seen it, but I definitely had. Um, and it, you know, it was fun to go back to it though. Cause it, that show's fucking weird. <laughs> the movie's weird. And I it's, love it. It's it's like gorgeous and so fucked up, but like it's and clearly made by a very depressed person, but yes. it's it's great. It's just awesome. Alex, I was telling I, him, I don't know if you remember that one time that we went on vacation with the families and you brought uh Eva and we were just like, Okay, yeah, that's great. We'll be in the room. You guys have a good time. I have to force Erica to watch this. <laughs> and you know, what a great decision it was. It definitely I do, was. I do appreciate that um, 
talking about Eva on on the party is just a, a regular occurrence. Um, well, here's to the point the... that it drives some people insane. <laughs> so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Our uh, our friend uh, Vera on Xbox, she's a big anime fan, but Vera hasn't seen a lot of the classics. You know, be it Evangelion, Cowboy Bebop, uh, Ghost in the Shell. You know, and I understand like all the you know the true Japanese anime nerds. They they love other shows, but it's whatever for us American dorks. Uh, these are the big classics, and she's never well, seen any. They were the ones of them. that were really like, like everything you said uh, was like on Adult Swim, or they were big when know. we were growing up. They were on Adult right. Swim, yeah. Right, right. Tsunami um, made a lot of stuff very popular. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, your Cowboy Bebop, Outlaw Star, which I haven't like gone back to in Big O. Years. Was it Big O? Oh, Big O was. Uh, uh, it wasn't made in japan though that was made here memory mm. serves still a good show though so thoroughly enjoyable so what uh, has she watched out of curiosity well she's watched a bunch of stuff but the basically where the agreement stemmed from was you know i will watch attack on titan which i hadn't watched any of yet and uh and in return she is going to watch evangelion and i'm making her watch other stuff too because Attack on Titan is like 70 episodes and Evangelion's like 25 or 26 in a movie, so that's not exactly fair. But right. I watched, uh, I want to say, the first 13 episodes of Attack on Titan when it came out, what, fucking like seven, eight years ago now? Mm-hmm. And it was so bleak that I was like, there wasn't anything more. It was just that first it's season very, released. It's very depressing. And I was like, okay. Maybe I'll check this out. And I, I never went back to it, but I was just like, so, I, I mean, it's an interesting story for sure, but a little bit too, and I can do bleak, but not that, that was fucking like, wow. So yeah, I would probably say you should go back to it. Attack on yeah. Titan. Cause it'd be interesting to talk about it with you, but attack on Titan. And I was getting a lot of pushback. Vera was not pleased with me, but attack on Titans first, like five to 10 episodes are a little rough it's just basically endless children crying the whole time and nothing else ever happens just like killing crying killing crying killing crying and it's like yeah can we like have something else happen here please we need a little bit of levity and uh the show does improve and there are some really good moments that go on uh but yeah, the first like five to ten episodes are a little rough. Um, well, and is it on and I was Netflix not still? Intru- it's on or... Hulu. It's on Hulu now, okay. Yeah, you can say... watch the dub or the sub on Hulu, and the dub is yeah, not what? good either. I've also oh. gotten blowback on this. The dub well, is fucking bad. Here's the thing, Alex. If I've got the option for the sub, and it's my choice, I'm watching the sub. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, what was I going to say? The theme song fucking slaps i love that. there is though. some good music there's some really good music yep i don't know if they still have the same theme from the uh that first season but yeah that's a there, there's been some different ones yeah the, the the some of the music is really good some of the battle music is really good um and there are some really good characters from what i've seen from what i remember again it's been a while we're we're solid it, it was an yeah stuff premise. is very well animated 
and it was just like, all right, I need, we, 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 I got it. This is a very depressing world. I, I need something. I need something else. Ooh, what else yeah. can you make Vera watch? What about Trigun? Has she seen Trigun? Uh, I don't think so, but I'm making her watch Ghost in the Shell next. Oh, there you go. Obviously. Tell so, her she should watch yeah. Trigun. I'm trying to think. What are the good ones from when we were, like, when we were coming up? So I had her watch Evangelion, and it, we watched the movie, and I wasn't really saying anything the whole time because I just wanted to, like, have her have her experience rather than me explaining what's going on. And well, so half the fun of that movie is to be able to, like, talk about it afterward. Right. So after she watched all of Ava in the movies, the movie, there's no other, she hasn't watched the rebuilt stuff. So, um, you know, she's like, what the fuck just happened? Because that's every, because that's everyone's, you know, thing when they finished Evangelion is it's like, well, I'll explain it, and then you probably at some point should rewatch the whole thing a second time, with the it knowledge of what's going have on. The, have the second viewing for sure. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I explained the whole thing, and she really enjoyed Evangelion. But yeah, it's a lot, and and the other thing with Evangelion is because I think the creator fell into such a dark hole of depression. About halfway through the TV series, it goes off a clip, a cliff of pure depression. You know, oh, yeah. like if you like, it's like something like episode fifteen and on. The show completely changes. You can tell that. Uh, what? What is it? Uh, what's his name? Hideki. I can't think of it, but he it, it, he goes into like a hole. The poor guy. Yeah, and and like you said. I mean, Shinji just does essentially two things in End of Evangelion you really can't walk back. One, he jerks off over a comatose Asuka, and you really can't bring that one back. I mean, that's pretty bad. Nope. And yep. then, yep. much worse, he kills all of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You had an opportunity to say slightly worse, but you went with much, and, and I just have to say poor form. I, I, I agree. That was a mistake. I apologize. <laughs> Man. Yeah, and, and I want to, you know, next we're, we've only watched a few episodes, but we're going to watch Ghost in the Shell because I've been trying, you know, I've been trying to tell her forever, you know, when it comes specifically to standalone complex, I feel like the major, even though she walks around in a leotard for the whole first season, is like the female protagonist. Like, I can't even think of a better female protagonist I've ever seen in anything. Like, a more well-written character that just commands respect everywhere she goes. So, uh, it's just like, I and, and she's been asking, you know, she's like, I want something with like a really cool, like, lead female character. Ghost oh, in the Shell is like that. That'll do it for you. Now here's a question. Because I've, I've had this debate with a couple other people. And it, 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 it predicated by, has she seen Dragon Ball? No, but maybe I'll force her to watch Dragon Ball Z at some point. See, but I think you have to be a certain... Like, you gotta be like young. Like a teenager. To sit through all of that. Because it's so much... Well, and I love it, and you love it, but it's so much, Alex. It is It is a lot. You know, it's like, what, 270 episodes total, I think. But so If you watch the original, or you can always go with Kai, but I think yeah, you're sure to watch the shit. original, yeah. Fuck that shit, yeah. But I just feel like 
there are some filler episodes that are really brutal and it is long but first of all vera like you could watch 270 episodes in like a fucking week if she wanted to and (laughs) yes and you know the moments the all-time great anime moments that are built up to are just unmatched like people talk about they want like the big hype moments right like dragon ball z is no one comes even close no yeah and you really do have to sit through everything that comes before it because once you get there it's like oh my god this is like the greatest thing ever yeah so oh, if come she on. does, though, I would be very interested to see what her opinion is. Because I, I was chatting, this a couple years ago now, uh, I think we were still in the city, there was um, this guy at a party we were chatting with, and big Dragon Ball fan, and he was like, yeah, I have a friend, and like I was like thinking, like, do I tell him to watch it? And I'm like, I don't know, man, just because I, I think it's just a different experience, like, going and watching it now as, like, you know, uh, an old fuck, as opposed to a bright-eyed teenager, but... I think it I think you're right that it is different but I also feel like um it it still really is all-time great and it would be better if you're a kid probably but I I think you know any if you sit there and you can actually make yourself watch everything mm-hmm. you know a lot of it really lands. I mean, just when, like, I will never forget how awesome it was when Goku goes Super Saiyan. Like, oh, hey, I know, I know. Like, never, never forget how awesome that was. And then, and you're watching him just make Frieza his bitch. Like, and he's like, I don't even want to kill you. It's there's no fun in it, basically. Like you know, everything from that point on. Like, and even uh, you know the Frieza saga, obviously, and you know as far as I'm concerned, is the definitive moment in Dragon Ball. But even the Cell saga is great, and all that goes in there. Well, if you, if you, like, to me, it, it, like you said, Frieza Saga is the peak, right? Like, that's, that's just the fucking best. But everything that comes after that, it's just icing on the delightful cake. Yeah. Dude, I have no, I, I always say Vegeta, when he sacrifices himself in the Majin Buu Saga, oh, unmatched, that's the peak Dragon Ball Z moment. They could have ended the series right there and I would have been fine. Like, I, I, dude, I'm telling you, I have no problem admitting this. I have no problem admitting this. When I was a kid and that happened, I cried like a bitch, dude. Oh, I cried. Fuck, man. Like, I've cried. There were, I believe, two times that I cried in Dragon Ball. The first was when uh, uh, Frieza killed Vegeta because that whole, like, lead up to it. And then his speech right before he gets the uh, the 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 laser blast through the chest was like, oh my god, like really? I'm also like 12, but still. And then many years later, when I did finally see the Boo Saga, oh, inconsolable, Alex, inconsolable. That episode is perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Curlin, 
Curlin yells back, Vegeta! Oh, it's just so good. It's just so good. It's perfect. It's it's wondrous. Well, and it, it culminates the arc, right? It's yeah. just, this is, there you go. That's all you fucking need right there. Well, and he really is one of the few characters that has true character development throughout the series. Because really, from beginning to end, like, look, everyone loves Goku. Goku is one of the most popular anime characters ever. But Goku... I mean, it is what it is. It's a know, statement of fact I'm, that he's one of the I'm most being, popular anime I'm characters ever. I'm being obnoxious. Ever. I'm being obnoxious. But, you know, Goku from beginning to end is pretty much a big dumb oaf who just wants to fight people. You know? Like, that's his character. And yes, yeah, sometimes, you know, if you, you know, the one line you can't cross is a bad guy, he'll sit there, he'll fight you for fucking eons if you want. But if you fucking hurt his friends, he's going to make you pay. That's You're his one scared. line. Right. And like you could actually blow up the planet Earth and he probably wouldn't only care just a little bit. But if you actually directly kill one of his friends, he's going to be furious, as we've seen many times. But, you know, he's always essentially been the same guy. Vegeta changes pretty dramatically as the series goes on. Well, he has an arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But that's why he's my favorite character. You know, and I have an arc. It... <laughs> you even see it in Super. It's so great in Super, you know, when he's... Um, well, I know Bob hasn't watched it, but whatever. Bob's never going to fucking know which catch I, up. I, I know what you're But he's about. fighting the god, the guy who starts using the god powers, you know. And he's talking about how you need to discard everything. Give up, you know... Give up all your emotions. Give up the people you care about. Put everything aside. And that's how you become more powerful. And Vegeta's like, push everything aside. Fuck that. These are the people I fight for, bitch. Mm-hmm. And he just destroys them. <laughs> uh, Bob, yeah, we gotta, we gotta sit you down and we gotta watch that. What was the last I thing know. you saw? I know. I... If nothing else, you have to just watch the Tournament of Power arc. That's what I'm thinking. We just need to like sit down and power through that. I know. I I, I can't so remember good. where I left off. I think I was like 20 episodes in, um, to my very sad trip to Aspen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was that was a fun trip, Alex. It was because I, I I went there and it was January. You came to fly and... to uh, Colorado basically just to watch fucking Dragon Ball in a sad Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> the bear BB was fine, but no, the, um, but what sucked was, you know, January in Colorado is kind of hit or miss. It can be really good for snowboarding. It can be shitty. I rolled the dice and I got shit. So I'm there and no, like the town's pretty empty actually, which was because the snow was crap. So a lot of people just decided not to go or whatever. And it was rainy, so, like, it wasn't, like, it didn't have that full peak season feel yet. And so, like, I, you know, I went out a little bit, but I was there by myself. Um, And so I just came back to the Airbnb, ordered pizza, and watched Dragon Ball for, like, three days. And then, like, (laughs) on the fourth day, I was fine, because it rained a lot of the time I was there, and there's nothing worse than snowboarding in the rain. Um, I had a cousin try and convince me that it's the best time to ski, and he's a liar. 
Um, but anyway, so on the fourth day, I was just like, the snow's not going to get better overnight. I called American Airlines. I was like, can you get me on a plane today? <laughs> it, was, it was that bad. But I did get a lot of Dragon Ball Watch. I do want to. I do want to go. Um, I should watch that stuff though. I know you guys said it's good. Super was a lot of fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, so I feel we should end with your guys' favorite show and my deep disappointment: the challenge. The challenge. I'm I'm an episode behind, but you guys can spoil me. It's fine. I'll still watch it at some point. See, I felt I... bad about the uh, episode before this because uh, Bob accidentally got spoiled, and then I was like, "Well, that's not fair." So I looked and I spoiled myself. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, well, that doesn't sound interesting at all." So I ended up not watching the episode. Here's the thing. This is the thing. My, my we don't even have to talk about the episodes individually if you guys don't want to because. Honestly, I haven't seen anything that I like. I, there's nothing even to discuss. Like, I don't care about any of these people. I don't care about Not anything that's last, happening. Yeah, the last couple episodes, it's been very, like, like stupid, you know? Like, Here's... they've tried to build some stuff up then, but then it's been like, but well, why did you do that? And then we had no follow-through with it. So I, I'm needing something kind of big to happen in the next couple episodes. <laughs> I've been enjoying the season, but eh. my thing is that I just don't care about anyone on this season. There's no stars. I like the format of the show. I'm fine with it. I like a lot of the daily challenges. I think they've been varying degrees of entertaining. They've been fine, Mm -hmm. but I don't care who wins any of these daily challenges. I don't care who gets voted into elimination. I don't care who wins the eliminations. I don't even give a fuck who wins this season. I don't care about any of it because these people are mostly boring. You know, mm-hmm. they got yeah. rid of what they got rid of Wes early on, so there goes one of the stars of the show. CT is like not the CT of ten years ago or whatever. So CT would have been able to carry a season by himself ten years ago. But now he's just happy to coast and have people be terrified of him and not really, you know, stir the pot. And that's just not great TV. It's not like CT. Like there was that thing, what, two episodes ago where they were doing that whole thing in the mud pit. And it comes down to CT and big, uh, big T versus cam and Kyle and Mm -hmm. CT knew big T would probably never beat cam. So he just threw it to Kyle. And that is just so boring. I would have rather... See, CT 10 years ago, he would have been furious, but he would have used that furious... that He would have used that fury to absolutely beat the shit out of Kyle for hours on end while Cam beat Big T over and over and over again and just (laughs) prayed that Big T got lucky one time and won, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what he would have done. He would have punished Kyle, and he would have dragged his face through the mud, and he would have talked shit the whole time. But new CT just got mad and quit. And it's like, man, come on, dude. Like, I get it. I get that your partner pretty much sucks, and Cam's going to dominate her. But... 
this isn't the gap between you and Kyle, which is like the size of a fucking mountain pass, you know, like this is, this is cam and big T cam's not particularly great either. Like, yeah, she's better than big T, but she's not great. Just beat the shit out of Kyle for a few hours and let's see if big T gets lucky. (laughs) I mean, I, I kind of like, I agree with you in concept, but I, I, the problem I have with that is the, you know, it's really more the way that elimination was set up and, or it wasn't an elimination, it was a daily. Um, the, the pro and this happened with that challenge. Um, it also happened with the one where they were on the, uh, on the big thing hanging from the helicopter. Um, you know, production has set up these challenges where, you know, it's pretty easy to see what, like, what the strategy should be. Like, if you're just trying to win, there's there's a way to do it without, you know, necessarily playing the game. And um, so I don't blame the players so much for, you know, making a strategy move. I blame production more for putting them in a position where it even makes sense not to try and play. And I think it goes back to, you know, there should be consequences for coming in last in an eliminate or in a daily. Yeah, I agree with um, that. Um, you know, that wouldn't have helped the CT situation, but in general, like it really should. Um, and and you, you just need to find more incentives to for people to want to give everything they got on a da- on the dailies, and. I think part of the problem, and we've seen this for a few seasons now, is it it really is 100% a numbers game. And I think it, when you watch this last week's episode, you'll you'll completely understand if you don't already, which you probably do. Yeah. What we what we mean is, you know, if you've got the numbers, it it just doesn't matter um, at all in this game. Um, and you know, that's why we talk about all the time. We, you know, you go back to the draw, the draw was one of the best mechanics the game ever had. And it provided some of the most fun eliminations we've seen, but you know, these mechanics, yeah. I mean, these mechanics, like I, I kind of like, I respect what production was trying to do by trying to create a mechanic where people would want to throw themselves, but it just hasn't worked out that way, you know, because they all have figured out the better strategy. And, you know, even you can have TJ, you know, give them as much shit as possible about, you got to get your skull, you got to get your skull, but they all know how to do math, you know, well, not Josh, but, um, they they can they they have a good sense of how far along they are in the season. Um, and they may even know more than what it appears on the show after this last week's episode, and everyone seemed to know what the elimination was going to be, or you know that it was going to be a girls' day. Um, so it's like. You, you can't. That was I, I, that was very weird this week. Yeah, it was. Well, it was, it was weird, but it was because 
there's five men with the skulls and there's only four women because all the women have been quitting or getting injured or whatever. It was just weird the way that they everybody was just so sure that that was what the case was going to be. Uh, except for a couple people. And it was just kind of like, what? But you'll, you'll see when you watch the episode. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, as an overarching problem, though, my issue is that they have to improve casting. They have wait This thing where they're pulling from other shows is not working. I would rather they just start do just do a round of casting like you would have in the past for real world or road rules and go find 15 new people to throw on the show or something. Just Joe Schmo off the street because we cast them and we think this guy's interesting and just put him on the show because these, you know, big brother, are you the one survivor, amazing race, wherever they're pulling from these shows do not cast well. These are all just like boring people that I just don't care about. Like the only people who've been interesting as a whole were the Euro people, you know, every, and even they're not particularly great, but they're just like compared to the absolute turds that come from big brother. They're amazing. I'll argue that uh, uh, Kyle though is a, is a net positive. Yeah, well, he's one of the European people. Um, right, yeah. but he's been delightful but, this season. But, but you know, it, and, 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 you know, Devin's been somewhat entertaining this season, but even Devin is like, he's only entertaining because of the people. He's only entertaining because everyone else is there that's there is a black hole of charisma. I almost, I almost feel like part of the problem is the prize money's too much. Um, and some of these people are in a way playing the game too seriously. Um, yeah, that might be part of it. You know, it's like, cause you, you, if you win the big prize, like that is a, a fuck ton of money. And that, that could be, that is life changing money. Um, yeah. Especially with some of these backstories where you're not necessarily, you don't want to risk losing and then, so you have that, and then you have the other group of people who just want, who know they're not going to win a final. They, like, they know. Um, they Yeah, so they just want to hang on as long as possible to get that. Right, because they get that check every Monday. And, and it's, you know, the TV exposure for them. So you don't have, there's really not many people who are just willing to be chaotic for the sake of being chaotic. Um, and, that, and that's, and... You're, you're hitting on my main, my main thought or point, which is that, you know, way back when, when they were pulling exclusively from the real world and road rules, I think casting was dramatically better on those shows than it is on a lot of these other trash reality TV shows that just pull in like, like, look at these big brother people. Look at Casey. Look at Josh. Look at Fessy. These people are just boring. They bring nothing to the table. Like, legitimately nothing. Does anyone even give two flying fucks about any of those three people? No. I. Those are, like, I, main characters. I enjoy rooting against Josh. I will say that. Yes. I've been enjoying that this season because I can't fucking stand him. That's my only thing that I care about this season right now is that Josh, 
I don't even. I, I I want someone to steal his skull so badly. I don't want well, him to even get to the final. But here's here's the thing. I think positive emotions stick with you longer than negative emotions do, and you'll care more about things that you view. Like if you're really pulling for someone to win the final and win the show, I think that's a much better driving force than oh, I hope Cara Maria and Polly lose because they're annoying as fuck. Um well Alex is a hippie. Um so that's new development. <laughs> look. No, you're look. right. Um you you're you're absolutely right. And I think that's you know, that speaks to the problem here is that if my only care is that Josh loses, I mean that doesn't say terribly much right. about the season. You know, I have like you said earlier, like the actual challenges and eliminations have been pretty good. Um one thing I have enjoyed this season um, is actually, you know, they have that ice dome and they're in there partying a bit. And it's like there are moments of you see them like having a good time. And that's a, a gripe I've had of the last few seasons where everyone just looks miserable the entire time. Sort uh, of. Even in there, it's mostly just like people trying to convince someone to do what they want. Yeah. I mean, it. It's true, but I just, uh, I, I guess to go back, I just feel like, you know, and maybe it's a different time and you can't put the genie back in the bottle, but when you go and you look at these people that they used to pull from road rules and real world, I feel like these were like real interesting people, but with severely flawed personalities, <laughs> you know? And well, and I think you also brought people in that had like existing relationships between each other. Yeah. So it was like you already had some of that that drama built in, you know, which which helps, I think. Well, and so you don't have to like build stuff up stuff uh, stuff up from scratch. I I just feel like you know your Abrams of the world and your laurels. They wanted to be on that show because they thought it would be fun and they wanted to compete and they wanted to have a good time. And it was almost like a vacation more so than a job. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like all these people that are coming on, their main goal is even more so than winning the money, because obviously a lot of these people know they're not going to win the fucking final, like you said. But their main goal is to just be a reality TV star and they want to be an influencer on social media. And do they just have different goals, which is whatever. I don't begrudge them, but it is worse from a TV watcher viewpoint Definitely. that I just like you're just a bunch of like boring fucks. And, you know, like it's like you got a bunch of people on the show who are completely interchangeable. I couldn't, if you replaced like one of those two Ambers with another tall, hot Instagram model, I probably wouldn't even know you changed who was on the show. Like she's, they're just like, they're just <laughs> total nothings. I would agree. So have you not really been digging this season then, Alex? Well, it's it's fine. It's there. It's just kind of dull. And I think that's 
I think it's almost worse than when the show is aggressively bad. Like, do you remember, do you remember some of those seasons fairly recently that were like, this season's fucking bad, dude? Yes, I think it's, I think it's almost even worse than when it's bad, when it's just kind of boring. Well, because there's nothing to talk about, really. It's just kind of like, meh. No, I feel it. At least when Cara Maria and Polly were being like massive assholes every single episode, there was at least something to discuss, but like. I don't know, man. They just need they need to do like a fresh meet or something and bring in people off the street who their first season on the show, they aren't all obsessed with like increasing their Twitter followers. Yeah. No, I agree. You when you're rooting when you're rooting for Devin, things are bad. That's my summary. <laughs> Yeah, we don't even got like watching. Yeah, it's just it's 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 because like bananas isn't there and it's you know, he's not there driving Devin crazy and Devin isn't acting like his his worst self. It's been Well Devin's being the same, but he's doing it towards people you don't like. Right. Oh exactly. Right. That's fair. Yeah. I just and, and they have to it's another season, man. The female cast is so bad. Like, Lolo Jones hasn't done shit. I don't know what's going on, but she's been a total nothing. Like, the best woman is Cam, and Cam's like, you know, she's okay. She's not great. Like, can we get, like, Laurel in here? Where is Laurel? How much money do they have to throw at Laurel to get her on the show? What's the number? Because it's worth it. (laughs) Like, I want to see Laurel in there, because here's the thing, man. Like, Cam likes to talk some shit. I'm big bad queen Cam. All this horse shit she starts up with, which is fucking annoying, by the way. You've never done anything. But, like, Laurel would psychologically torture these women. And that's what I want. I want to see people breaking down. That's what I'm here for. Right. Because that's part of the game. Or should be, at least. Well, and, like, uh, uh, what's her name? Lolo? She's been kind of a bust. She hasn't done anything. It's like, all she does is blame fucking Nam all the time. And honestly, Nam's been better than her. Like, what has she done? She hasn't done anything. Nam's at least been respectable. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I was like, ooh, Lolo, like, wow, like, that's, that should be You got a real athlete on here. This should be cool. Oh, she just doesn't give a fuck. She just bitches the whole time. And it's yeah. like, oh, well, that's not interesting She's at a all. terrible teammate. She's mean to, like, the nicest guy on the whole show. <laughs> Poor Nam. Nam's never coming back. The guy would probably fucking massage her feet every night if she asked him to. He's so fucking nice. And she's bitching at him all the time. Uh, but, I don't know. We'll see how the back half of the season plays out. I think once yeah. uh, you have to start eating each other for skulls, uh, that should well, be interesting. Help. I I have this sinking feeling we're in for some sort of stupid twist. Uh, yeah. No. Well, yeah. 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 We said here's that. The after... other, here's the other thing. I you know I don't know how exactly all the alliances line up and everything when it comes to who has skulls and who doesn't. But if all the people like they're down to like what less than twenty people now. So if all the people that have gold skulls just get together and say, hey, 
all we have to do is all not vote each other in and all the gold skulls are safe and you just instantly break the whole season. Now, are they going to do that? Probably not, but they could. Unless they say, unless they say, hey, if you have a gold, someone with a gold skull has to be in the elimination, you know, unless they do something like that. Right. We'll yeah, see. I don't know. Guess we'll find out next week. Yeah. Or we definitely will. two days from now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess it's a couple days from now. You know what Ooh. I mean? Like, couldn't couldn't all the Gold Skull people just get together and say, hey, we're just not going to vote each other? Yeah. I mean, they could. We'll see what ends up happening, though. I mean, if you get, I mean, I don't know if CT and Big T are going to win another daily, but say that they do. CT gets up there. If you want a skull... I mean, you throw yourself... I mean, depending on... But then, right, who do they vote in? So, well, that's the issue, because if the people I, I who are already... If the people who are already standing down there who got voted in by the House don't have a gold skull, you can't do anything. If you throw yourself in, you're just doing it for fun. Right, that's true. Because well, you I can't vote they... someone in, then throw yourself in. You have to choose one or the other. Right, that's right. No, you're absolutely right. Though I do think Devin's kind of fucked. I think people are going to come for Josh before they come for Devin. Uh, but Devin's got a gold skull, so I think the dudes are going to be like they see him as the unless it's a puzzle. That's we'll the see. that's the thing is I think people are going to look at it and they're going to go. Devin is not the most physically imposing guy in the world, but depending on the elimination, Josh is such a big dumb fucking idiot that if if it's like most of these eliminations. You know, Andy's not even, like, for his size, he's not even particularly athletic or imposing or anything, you know? So, Josh lost a tug of war to a, to a man, man with one, with one hand. hand. Yeah. I want it because I don't think we talked about it. Uh, uh, the way they made Josh's elimination win seem. Like oh, it was God. This, that was so embarrassing. Great. Like, oh, my God. He finally did it. I was like, did you guys watch what I just watched? They're laughing at him. To be celebrated. They're laughing at him. TJ's been a delight this season, though. Every time he laughs at them, it's just like amazing. TJ's got the best infectious laugh. He really does. It's outstanding. The pure joy. Like, that, that, that fucking idiot, what was his name? I can't even remember. He was such, he was, again, he was just another nobody that was there. I know what you're talking but that about, idiot, yeah. they're doing a slide puzzle and he's looking over. What are you looking at, dude? There's no right. secret. You're just trying to make the skull, you dummy. You're just a dummy. That's that's all it is, babe. J J oh, Josh can't throw a ball three feet. Like... Alex, I was laughing so goddamn hard. It was like, dude. How can you be like, so not athletic? I don't know. But it's like, all right, yeah, sure. Come to the final. I don't mind you being there. Oh my yeah. god! I, well, I that's what the, that's how they might view Devin. Is like, we'll just bring well, him along. True. That's fair. And if I was him, I think instead of like pissing everybody off, as he seems to be trying to do, uh, that's the that's the argument you got to make. But I don't well, know if he has the, the numbers. This is the thing: is all it comes down to is who's in the alliances and who wants who there. Because right. if you're, you know, I don't know exactly who's in Cam and Leroy's whole alliance. Okay, I don't have all the cast in front of me. 
but if you're Cam and Leroy and you already have the women in that you want in and you already have the men in that you want in, you know, why would you why would you take people that you perceive as weak and offer them up to better players? Like, why would you be like, oh, CT, come smash Josh in an elimination. So now you're in the final competing against Leroy. Why would you do that? Right. That's true. Because CT's clearly on the outside, because no one's looking out for him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, we'll see how it all plays out. It all depends on the numbers. Well, and Leroy's partners with uh, Casey, and she's big brother. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's sort of like this Leroy-Cam alliance and whoever's working with them, and then there's a big brother alliance, and they're kind of, the two sides are kind of working together. They're not directly working against each other most of the time. Right. But yeah, I mean, like Darrell and CT, they gotta. I think they're yeah, they fucked. well, they're they're gotta find a way in, and both of them are on the outside because they're not really in either alliance. Right. And CT also seems to be working against Darrell. Like they're also working against each other because CT knows, hey, if I do make the final and I'm in there with Darrell, this is gonna be a big problem. You yeah. know. So, yeah, we gotta see how it all works out, and I hope it does get more interesting. But there's been a lot of episodes here where I'm just like. I just don't care. I will say the last two, well, the one I didn't even bother watching, but this last one, I was just kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. Mm. Yeah, where are, like, so. the hot messes? Where's Paula to fucking just, like, get hammered and embarrass oh, herself? Paula. Where's Camilla? Like, Camilla, why did you have to punch a PA? Come on, <laughs> man. God damn it. You well, know Camilla would have been on every season. Yeah, but then you had to go and ruin it like a dummy. Um, what was I saying? Uh, Bob had mentioned it a while ago, but the uh, weak casting this season, too, might just be because of COVID. And it all depended on who was, like, willing to go and quarantine. And Yeah, and that could know. be part of it as well. So we'll have to see. Though that's going to be the case for the I always, I always forget probably. about that, but yeah, you're right. That's obviously a big part of it, is who can you... Who can you get, you know, to quarantine and who wants to go sit in a hotel for a couple of weeks while we make sure you don't have COVID? Right. And if you have you families know, and shit back home, you're not doing that. So people are probably less likely to go if they have a significant other who's at home. Right. You know, right. Um, it was the same with uh, I don't watch much reality TV, but I do watch uh, the Great British Bake Off. And they had a season last uh, last year where it was. Uh, they did the quarantine thing, and the the quality of of competitor was much less than it normally is, and I think it's just because people don't want to. You can't be away from your family for that long. I just I would personally rather before they go to the well of calling up like some of these people I've already mentioned, Fessy, Casey. Josh is okay. I mean, I understand he's like a big dumb idiot and he's entertaining to cheer against. So Josh, I'm not particularly bothered by, but you know, like uh, the two Ambers, whatever that girl's name is, who's partnered up with Devin. Just like there's way too many people who are just so boring. And these used to be the people that would get eliminated first. And now they're like there forever and they just well, that, won't go away. And I'd problem. rather... Oh, go ahead, Alex. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just saying I would rather, honestly, 
they pull someone off the street who's never been on reality TV in their lives than cast these people who are essentially just Instagram models. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, well, it was at the beginning, they all wanted to do the big power move right away and uh, get rid of, like, you know, Wes, because he was a multi-time champion or whatever, and it's just like, you gotta be careful. I mean, sure, make the big move, but at the same time then, you gotta be careful with these new people, because then the new people are gonna start, like, banding together and voting against you guys. Like, you gotta keep that in mind, too. Yeah. And then they're there forever, so... But yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens this week. It did seem like there's going to be some kind of a twist. Hopefully it's nothing fucking stupid, but I think there's still time to save the season. We'll see. Well, do you guys have anything else? Or is that a good place to stop? Looks like we put in about a good good two hours. We did it again. That's a good stopping spot. It happens. We probably (laughs) went over the two-hour mark, and Bob just immediately got angry. Like he's waiting for a check at a restaurant that just never comes. Oh, Bob, you can't... Oh, that'll be so much fun to do that again. They'll be like, oh, Bob's back. <laughs> we can fucking stick it to him. You, you wanted a soda? I'm going on break for 45 minutes. See you later. God oh, damn it. Oh, did you want to go home? Did you want to go home? Yeah, you, we're not giving you your check. It's so great to see you again. Hey, a quick note to end on. Trevelyan, God damn it. Fucking headsets. Alex, do you feel restaurants are doing enough to earn your business during COVID. Some are, some aren't. It's kind of the way I feel. I think I'm a little more towards the more aren't than... Well, because I think there's a place that we've ordered from a couple times, and each time it's been a debacle. We've only done it maybe three times since everything started, but each of those three times was just like, guys... Guys, what are you doing? Well, here's the thing, Erica. I'll give you the perfect example. You know, some places are fine. Some places, like, if you want to get pizza from Lou Malnati's and you want to go pick it up, you pull up in your car, they come to the window, hey, what's your name? What's the order number? Whatever. Okay, cool. We'll come. We'll put it in your trunk. You're on your way. Great. It's perfect. You know, I don't have to go in there. I interact with one person. They have a mask on. I have a mask on. It's all good. You know? Uh, Some places are well set up and they've adapted. Some places, like fucking Hooters, are a goddamn disaster and I swear they don't want my money. It's incredible. Like, I decided, and Bob's already heard about this, whatever. I decided, Erica, for the Super Bowl, I'm like, you know what? I want to get some wings. So, I figured because Hooters is just such a joke that I would have to go in and get, get it, but I was like, whatever. So I go and I try to place an order online, and for that day, it's all blacked out. It won't let me. So I'm thinking, you know, they've just taken too many orders for Super Bowl Sunday, and they can't take orders, right? Mm -hmm. So then I call up, and I'm like, hey, you know, are you guys still taking orders for, you know, Sunday? And they're like, sure, what time? You know, you can come, you know, whatever. You can come pick it up. Of course, they're not going to bring it out to your car, because why the fuck would you do that? Oh, God but, forbid, right? Yeah. You could actually pay the waitresses that work there to do something instead of just, like, nah. not paying them at all, I'm sure. Nah, we but, can't. um, 
anyways, they're like, sure, yeah, what time? I give them the time, I give them the order. Okay, you just need to be here half an hour before then. And I go, uh, okay, and I hang up the phone. And then I think about it for like two seconds, and I'm like, oh, they want me to be there half an hour beforehand because they're not actually going to cook my order until I'm until there and I've there. until I'm there. Right. And I said to myself, fuck that and I ordered a pizza. There you go. Because I just I'm not I'm not gonna go there, stand in there for half an hour in the fucking COVID times. That's just yeah, stupid. No. Well there was no. the last time and I won't say the place because it's a it's a little local spot, but um we ordered and this was right when they started letting people dine in again. And I was sitting there. I was right outside the restaurant in my car. I had called. But I see people going in to pick up their orders. And the restaurant is packed. Like, packed. And people are without their masks. And I'm just kind of like... And I, I had to wait, like, an extra 20 minutes just for my fucking food. Because, you know, I'm like, I'm not getting out of the car. Like, I need somebody to bring it out to me. And they do that. They don't care. But I was just like... It's just... It's still insane. It's still crazy. And there's always been, like, something with that spot when we've ordered from them. And like I said, we've only done it a couple times, but we kind of decided that we're not going to again until after we can we can go in person. Because the service is usually pretty good there. A lot of these businesses seem to act like COVID's over. It's like, no, it's kind of worse than it's ever been. Well, they you want know, it to be because like, yes, they, there's, they're fucked. There's, That's why. There's, there's light at the end of the tunnel in terms of the vaccine and everything, but that's going to take a while. And as of right now, things are pretty bad. And, you know, I'm not really, I'm just not willing to go into a place when there's stuff like pizza that you could just order to have delivered or they'll bring it out to your car, you know, no, sorry. And that's the why, the, yeah. and then, you know what? That's why the pizza carryout places are all booming because they adapted. Mm-hmm. And these well, restaurants and- acting like they can't adapt is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And and that's the thing. It's like I I want to I want to support local businesses. I want to um you know, and I, I do we I mean we haven't been eating out just as a just for health reasons as much right. as anything but you know it's like that doesn't mean i'm just going to tolerate bad service and you know i i know i have a wonderful reputation as being uh pretty persnickety when it comes to service but i i do i do feel like you know it is really expensive to go out to eat and no matter how you how you dice even the cheapest places you go out to eat is still a lot more than you would spend to cook at home and so if you want my you want my business it should be a good experience like i should have a one in like 20 or 30 bad experience and i just feel like even before covid that I've had so many issues with service. Like, well, you're cursed. I, you I am cursed. cursed. You're you're a unique circumstance, Bob, because you are not kidding at all. Absolutely fucking cursed when it comes to service <laughs> industry. 
What did I do? I have no idea, but you're cursed. I do not. I I legitimately have I know a bad exactly experience. What it is. I know what it is. Once out of he's every 10 the, time, 20 times. He's, oh, he's paying bad. for the sins of his father. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> and now, Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> and now here's the thing. This is this is my summary of it. You know, and I understand the pizza places are a little bit more used to this sort of thing, I suppose. But Lou Malnati's wasn't doing curbside pickup before. But they figured this shit out, right? Like, we have maybe two to three people who go to the cars that pull up. They say, hey, what's your order number or whatever. They go back in. There's X amount of people working inside, making the pizzas, putting them in the boxes, putting them into the warming drawers or, you know, whatever. Towers, however you want to look at it. Um, And then they bring them out to your car. This is not that hard to figure out. So when you have a big... Like Hooters is not like some tiny company like these Hooters restaurants probably make a shitload of money when they're in full, you know, swing. You're telling me you can't have, you know, however many chefs you need to cook the wings. You have, you know, maybe five women who normally work there as waitresses. Don't put them in the fucking outfit. Just put them in like, you know, sweats and a fucking jacket or something. Send them out to the car. You got five women. Send them out to the car. Get the order number. Get whatever. Get their name, whatever. Go back in. Get the food. Put it in the trunk. Is that fucking hard? Is that a complicated business model? Fuck you. <laughs> like, it's been a year. It's been hey, a wait. year. Here's, here's a thought, though, Alex. Could it be? The issue is that the real money maker for Hooters is Trump voters. And so they don't want to piss off Trump voters by looking like pansies. A legitimate concern. That could be it. It could, could be. be part of it, for sure. Family restaurant All right. Hooters, though. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> yes, family Perfect. restaurant. Perfect. I, I need to go bike. Well... I need to go read fanfic until midnight, and I drop my phone on my face. Awesome. <laughs> well, in that case, hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production.